have to win there. Painter understands oh, it. Oh, anybody? God, I can't see the masses. Trying to save it. Jump ball here. And kept in play by Edwards. What a great numbers. Take the numbers. Edwards steps it in. It is Thursday night. It's March 16th, 2023 on the eve of the Boilermakers first round matchup against the 16th seed Fairly Dickinson. I don't remember what their nickname is off the top of my head. FDU for short. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host Evan Webb. Feels good to be back on the pod. Feels like I haven't done one of these in quite a while. Yeah, we missed you last time, so I know we'll, uh, you and I did one last week with our good friend Adam, full steam ahead pod, but mm-hmm. we haven't been, a, you haven't been on Boiler Breakdown in, since before the second Indiana game. Yeah, it's been a long time. After been a long easy. time. Been a long time, but thanks for holding down the fort while I was gone for that episode. Um, like you said, we were on the full steam ahead last week, kind of doing a Big Ten tournament preview, so we didn't do one of our own, but here we are tonight. Going to recap the Big Ten tournament a little bit and then get right into NCAA tournament round one matchup for the Boilers and look maybe maybe we'll look ahead a little bit in our crystal ball. But uh, Boilermakers got it done in Chicago, mm-hmm. got got what they went there for and got it done, uh, swept the Big Ten championships regular season and Big Ten tournament for the first time in school history. So just more accolades for this group to hang their hat on this year, no matter what happens from here on out. Absolutely, but first Big Ten championship tournament championship since two thousand nine. I can't believe mm-hmm. fourteen years. That's that's wild. Because I was there when beat Ohio State in two thousand nine with baby boilers in their what their sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've obviously been there a few times uh, championship wise. You know, handful. I mean, Painter's record is what was like what one in four, one in five in the championship. Yeah, we lost in. Uh, last we lost year. in lost last year in Indy to Iowa. We lost at Mass Square Garden to. To Michigan, then we lost in Indy, also to Michigan State, um, yep. the Little Rock year. Yep. So, so yeah, we've, we've been there, just haven't closed it out, but it was nice to see. And you know, we tried to make it a little interesting towards the end, but sure. Um, but it was nice to see them close it out. And yeah, like you said, you know, for this, for team, looking back to last year's team who had chances to win the regular season championship, had a chance to win the Big Ten tournament, had a chance to make a run in the and couldn't do it. You know, it was nice for this team to at least have something to hang their head on looking back. So, I mean, won the Big Ten by three games and then won the Big Ten, you know, uh, tournament. So it's, you know, undisputed Big Ten champs this year, which is pretty good for a rebuilding year. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Quote-unquote rebuilding year, yeah. fifth or sixth in the Big Ten preseason rankings by most of the experts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been a fun year no matter what happens from here on out, but hopefully there's a lot more basketball to be played for our Boilermakers. Hopefully six more games. Absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully six more games. But uh, go back to that Penn State game. You you talked about how it got a little hairy at the end. Um, struggled with the press a little bit, but and I know that's a lot of our of our fan base's concerns with the press. But my concern wasn't so much with the press; it's missing open shots mm-hmm. and potential game clinching free throws. 
late. Right, 100%. I'm with you. Because I think if you just look at like the metrics, and I'll have them right in front of me, but I know like when you look at, you know, pretty versus the press versus not versus press, like our turnovers aren't that much different. I mean, obviously they're, they're up a little bit against the press, but nothing like nothing like you'd, you'd think reading the message boards or talking to anybody. you think they were, you know, night and day different. But yeah, I think it's just, it's compounded by the fact that, you know, we're missing shots and we're missing free throws. So then if we do turn it over, you know, then it, it tightens up and we could have extended leads, you know, six or seven points. Now it's, you know, instead of now it's a three or three or four point lead um, and they get a layup or, or whatever it may be. So I think it's definitely more so just the missed free throws in key situations is, is what's really hurting the team down the stretch. And I also think we don't have a lot of guys who want the ball in late game situations against the press. Um, we, we got a couple guys who definitely don't want it. We got one guy who wants it, but then he panics when he gets it. Um, and we just haven't been able to identify guys who want the ball, can get it aggressively with a cut, and then make free throws. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, because tomorrow gets fairly Dickinson, they're going to probably press a lot. They're going to spread it out. They're going to fire threes from all over the place because mm-hmm. um, their tallest guy, I believe, six six. So yeah. they're, they're going to be play us a lot like North Texas did in 2020, mm-hmm. or 2021, I should say. Yep. We're definitely a little bit better defensive team as we were back then. Um, but, yeah, I mean, then you look at the flip side, their defense isn't very good. You know, Ken Palm, they're one of the worst in the country, and we're top 10. Or not, we're not top 10 anymore, but, you know, top 20 offensive efficiency. So like that. But, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a matter of just, you know, starting, you know, start out early kind of like we saw what Duke's doing or Ola Roberts tonight is just come out and just, you know, leave nothing, assert your dominance as, you know, because people three and a one seed is getting a lot of disrespect. I mean, some of it's definitely warranted with how they performed as of late, but I mean, they're still a one seed, but they're, I feel like people are treating them like they're a five seed going into a 12 seed right now. Um, so I think you just go out and just leave no doubt right away, kind of break their spirit. Well, I think on top of Fairley Dickinson's coach's comments last night and then seeing upsets today like uh, the 413 of uh, Furman beating Virginia, which wasn't as big as the 215 um, uh, upset of Princeton over Arizona, that one in particular should have got uh, Purdue's attention today, I would think. 100%, yeah. I would think. so. I mean, it's one of those games that wouldn't shock me if it's close midway through the first half or maybe even – a game that's not quite out of reach yet at halftime tomorrow. I feel like you see that a lot with ones with 16s and ones. It's like, you know, the, the 16 seed comes out, nothing to lose. The first half, you know, it might be, you know, a five, 10 point game. And then the second half, you know, then the water kind of finds its level in the, in the one seed usually. Right. Kind of the way with it. But most like, more than, more often than not. Um, and, you know, it's going to be interesting how the officials officiate Zach Eady. That's always a big question mark going into March because I hate to say it, but Purdue's probably most dependent on how they're going to be officiated mm-hmm. for, wins and, for wins and losses. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, who's going to hit three-pointers? Because to win the whole thing, to make a run to the Final Four and win the National Championship, you have to be able to hit three-pointers. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's, who's that going to be? Is David Jenkins still going to have the high hand like he did in Chicago? Is Fletcher Lawyer finally going to get going, even though it really sounds like he's banged up with not only a calf, but banged up his knee a little bit? Um, guys like Ethan Morton, Mason Gillis, are they going to be able to make open looks? Because they get a lot of them. So Caleb First gets a lot of them. So just got to find a couple guys who can start knocking them down because if Purdue can knock down some threes on top of how Edie's playing – Mm-hmm. Gonna be a very dangerous out. Yeah, I think we can just have. I mean, we don't really need anybody to go like, you know, five of six or five of seven. We just need like just a couple guys just to hit a few, just to yep. keep it honest. You know, have you know, 
I think right now I'm probably most confident in Jenkins right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe Newman, and then probably Braden in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, like have Braden hit a couple, you know, if Mason can hit one or two, if Ethan, I mean, Ethan can hit, you know, just keeps because they're definitely teams are sagging off him more than anybody. Um, but I think if you can <clears throat> just get a, you know, one, one or two from each of those guys, and then maybe Fletcher can go three of three of eight or something like that. I think that's, that's what we need. Yep. Yeah. Because if this Purdue team could find their form, like they had in November and December, might seriously be talking about cutting cutting down the nets in Houston, but that yeah. was a long time ago. They're, they're a different team now. Mm-hmm. A lot of teams they've played in the past that they could see here in a couple um, couple games from now, potentially Duke, Marquette. They're different teams than they were in November. So even Gonzaga, who's on the opposite side of the bracket, different team than they were in November. So mm-hmm. it, it does make me laugh, though, when ex- experts act like sometimes when they pick Duke over Purdue, they act like they don't even know that they played. Mm-hmm. Um, already this season, and that Purdue got the best of them pretty easily. But yeah. that's neither here nor there, really. But uh, looking back on the season for a moment, what are going to be some of the memories you have of this season, aside from winning the Big Ten regular season championship and winning the tournament championship? Like plays, games, yeah, et cetera. I mean, I mean you got to start with the PK-80, whatever, PK-85, whatever it's called, like – you know, having a little bit of a scare versus West Virginia, you know, obviously coming, you know, that was the closest game we played in that whole little tournament. Um, but just, you know, just wanting to get that going into that, just like, just get that first win just so you play most likely against Gonzaga, just so you can play someone. Cause going into the year, we were thinking, you know, outside of who they could play in that, you know, their comp, their non-con wasn't great. You know, we had Marquette who was, you know, picked to finish like eighth in the big, yeah. Year. Looking I mean, back, like looking back, like they were like, you know, not, you know, not, but it was like, Hey, you know, it's a, it's a decent team for this squad, you know, for, for this Purdue team, it was, it was a good matchup. You know, after we got that win, it was like, okay, cool. That's, you know, it's a good win. We got it at home, you know, it was kind of a grinded out game, you know, the, knowing the Shaka style, like they got through that knowing with, with freshman guards, but then going and beating West Virginia and playing Gonzaga and then, you know, getting down early and just like, Oh God, just don't get run out of the gym. And then all of a sudden it's like, they're running away with this thing. And then, you know, Couple that with winning the Big Ten West in football on Saturday, and then on Sunday yeah. playing Duke, and then Fletcher Lawyers just throwing daggers on, you know, the most prominent name in all of college basketball, probably. And Purdue just ran away with that again. And it was just, that was just, it was so cool. And then it just kind of the train was off and running from there. Yeah, Purdue's the only Power Five school to play in both their conference championship for football and basketball. Mm-hmm. So, we definitely shouldn't have taken this sports calendar here for granted. Yeah. I think another thing I think of is um, two come to mind because they were just they were earlier in the year, and I think it definitely kind of set up this, the run they had was um, Fletcher hitting the shot at Ohio State. 100%. And then Edie's, like, really good move at Michigan State to go yeah. by two. Like, Bills were, looking back, I mean, I mean, we talk about, you know, 50-50 games, you know, you know, losing to IU only by five or whatever, you know, losing, um, trying to think of what other games. Rutgers. Rutgers by, you know, a second, essentially a last second shot. Like, but then we also had some of these games where it took, you know, us to, it took the Boilers to have a kind of some heroics towards the end um, that could have went the other way and obviously could have changed the season dramatically. Um, I mean, obviously February was a bit rough. That's probably, that's probably honestly what I, what I remember right now the most, just February and just the struggles that, that Purdue had. But, I mean, can't take away what the the run that they had leading up to it. 
Right. Um, I'm glad you brought that Ohio State game up. Also, the Nebraska game in November, or no, December, the overtime win. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't talk. I, I think that's a game last year's team probably doesn't find a way to win. Mm-hmm. But this team battled. Or did not time. Yeah, probably. Could not shoot it that day. Could not take the lid off the rim, but found a way to get done. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Dunks it. And then you know, I still wish we could have the last five minutes back in the Northwestern game. Yep. Because um, I felt like that put the team in a bad funk for a little yep. bit. I agree. Um, but in the end, they stepped out of it and got the job done when they needed to do so and won their 25th Big Ten regular season title and their second Big Ten tournament title in school history. So, like I said, no matter what happens starting tomorrow going forward, it's been a successful season. But this team, I mean, why not this team? Why can't this team right. go to a Final Four? Why can't this team go to a National Championship win at all? I think CBS today did a thing at one of the halftime one of the games. They broke it down to 10 teams. They thought had a legitimate chance to win it all, and we are one of the 10 teams. Right. So, so was Arizona. <laughs> uh, yes, they were. Yes, they were, which I knew not to pick them too far. They have been the program in my past that just busts my bracket all the time. Yeah, and I, I just don't I, trust them. I had no... No, no, um, like forethought or that's the right word, but I, I did not go into making my brackets as like I'm picking Arizona. I've didn't have any intention to, yeah, intention, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I mean, I, I, I watched Arizona a few times, you know, they, um, they beat UCLA in the mm-hmm. Pac 12 championship. I believe Arizona won the Maui, which was a, an incredible, mm-hmm. an incredible field of teams. I was like, and I watched them, you know, kind of take it to Indiana and Las Vegas in the second half. Like they had some really, I mean, they had some really good big men. They got some really good pieces. I know they've kind of struggled in some aspects, but I was like, man, I really like this team. And then I was actually at the gym and I pulled up my phone afterwards. I was kind of just looking at scores and I was like, hold on, hold the phone. Like they're my brackets because I probably had Arizona either in the final four or the final game and probably 75% of my brackets. So that's been fun. Yeah, yep, I've been burnt by them too too often. I had them in Sweet 16. I actually have Creighton coming coming out of that region, which yeah. I'm feeling I, better I, about, I but I don't know if they can. Yeah. I don't know if they can get past Bama, but yeah. But Big Ten, like I was struggling to pick. I was like, but I know they they struggled so much this year. I, mean, I know they had some injuries too, but I was like, man, I they could be an easy sneaky pick, but just couldn't do it. Yep, yep. Um, uh, Big Ten struggling today. Maryland got got a win, but we've seen Illinois lose already. It looks like Iowa's going to lose. Yeah, they're yeah. down two minutes to go, or ten hey, minutes to go. Yep. Uh, Northwestern's up two, but there's about twelve and a half left in that one. Um, and then Penn lost. State plays tonight. Illinois lost to Arkansas. Illinois lost to Arkansas in a game that Arkansas kind of just jumped on them and didn't really let them breathe. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see here. We got a comment here from Thad Mooney. 16.3 million brackets busted after the Arizona game. Yep. Unincluded. <laughs> yep. I believe it. So it's been an interesting tournament today. I mean, we saw Furman, unbelievable finish of that game, beating Virginia. Um, everybody's darling upset pick of Charleston didn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Kind of thought that was going to happen. I did not pick them. I, I, I think it might have been like one of like my, you know, side brackets where I just, you know, just go crazy with it just to see what happens. But, like, mostly I, I didn't pick too many upsets. I maybe did, like, Penn State as a 10 seed winning. Um, I, def- I did not pick – I as I said in our group chat, I think I picked three Big Ten teams to advance past the first round, being Purdue, Indiana, and Penn State. Um, so – I went Big Ten heavy in the first round. I will admit I had more of them winning than I didn't. But I only had – I only have three in a Sweet 16, Purdue – Indiana, I actually have Penn State in my Sweet 16. I have them beating Texas. 
I just think they, if they go bombs away and make it, yeah. they could beat anybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but that was my Big Ten homer in me, and it's not working out very well. <laughs> which, which leads me to believe, I mean, is that any cause of concern for Purdue? I mean, Purdue is the Big Ten regular season champ, Big Ten tournament champ, but when we see these Big Ten teams struggling outside of Big Ten play, is that a cause for concern at all, or am I just overthinking those? I think overthinking a little bit. I mean, at least in the first round. Um, yeah. Obviously, second round, I'm a little nervous. I, I We never touched on it, but I, I hate Purdue's draw. Um, I think... Okay, looking at Indiana, I would take their draw on a heartbeat, I feel like, um, with, you know, they get the late game tomorrow, so no fans from opposing teams are going to stick around, most likely, and you know, play Kent State, which could be a trouble, you know, a, tr- a troubling matchup, but then they play a, a banged-up Miami to potentially play a banged-up Houston and or Iowa or Auburn um, versus Purdue playing. And don't count out Drake against Miami either. That's, that's true, yeah, or 12 seed Drake uh, versus us with play, you know, team of Memphis that has 11 seniors or an FAU team that's won 30 games this year. Um, Which I think, I'm starting to think it might be FAU because everybody's already saying it's going to be Memphis. A lot picking, of people are picking yeah, Memphis. Yeah, and I've been picking I'm like, FAU. everybody's sleeping on FAU. So we already beat them in football. So why not beat them in basketball sure. too? Yeah. <laughs> Barely beat them in football. I think if you look at, going back to your, your question, cause concern, I think, man, as a big as a whole, I mean, you kind of saw it in November. You know, kind of Things kind of changed a little bit in Maybe if Cameron was November, December, where like we started out, where it was like Big Ten was like, oh, Big Ten's not that great. It was like, oh, maybe Big Ten's pretty good. But then it was like, oh, maybe not, maybe not. I think it's kind of the same thing where it's like, you know, I mean, you look at Purdue, we kind of ran through our non conference without too much trouble. So maybe that's, you know, bodes well going into it. But just it's crazy just how, I mean, Big Ten just, just a rock fight every night. And then you get out of it, you think it's like, oh, we can breathe. But then it's like, <laughs> you're just gassed. And, and you know, the Big Ten office has to be pulling for us because. I mean, they they haven't won a championship since 2000. And, and, and every year it's the same thing. Like, why can't we win in the tournament? Well, mm-hmm. we're kind of seeing that trend continue as of right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens. I want to bring it up because we've kind of already talked about it a little bit, but I put a poll up. If you, ha- if you haven't gone to our Twitter page already, I did put um, – it's at, at Boiler Break Pod on Twitter. Pod. It's got a lot of a lot of responses, um, a lot more than I thought. So far, 353 votes, which is pretty awesome. We still have over 15 hours left in this. Um, but I had put, you know, just curious to see. I, I've seen people do this before, but I never really paid attention to the results. But, you know, so we've always got schools, especially in the Big Ten, that we were, we're not going to cheer for no matter what. You know, most likely the school up in East Lansing and the school down in Bloomington. We're never going to cheer for them ever. Nope. Um, but aside from them, when it comes to the NCAA tournament, do you typically cheer for Big Ten teams to win? I do. <laughs> I, I said yes. I do in the first round. Mm-hmm. But then I don't want to see somebody make a deep run. I don't care who it is. I don't, I, I get jealous, um, especially yeah. if, if Purdue gets bounced. But right. um, but I don't mind if they win first-round games, you know, keep the Big Ten teams in for a little bit and have the Big Ten Network talk them up and have, you know, ESPN and Talking Heads talk up the Big Ten a little bit. But whereas today they're dropping like flies so far. So as of right now, 353 votes, 83% said yes. I am a so hard no. I used to be yes. I, when I was, like, growing up, you know, I think probably because my dad, uh, you know, because he does the same thing. He cheers for the Big Ten. Um, it's kind of like, oh, you always cheer for the Big Ten to do well. But then I kind of had the realization, I was like, why? How does that help? <laughs> kind of the point of, like, how does this help Purdue? It doesn't. Okay, screw everybody. <laughs> well, do you? Like and I know this isn't the same, but do you root for Big Ten teams in bowl games? Um. No, not no. really. I don't really. I mean, like, 
I guess it depends on who they play. That's how it is with me. It depends Ohio on the matchup. In Alabama, like or Clemson, I'll probably cheer for Ohio State, depending on like. I mean, recently, like I really like Justin Fields in college, and I like him even more as a, as a Chicago. <laughs> player. But I just love the way he played the game. Um, so I'd like not necessarily cheer, but I was just like I'd prefer them to win versus the other team playing. Sure. Um, but like outside of that, like other bowl games, I don't really, I don't even watch the other bowl games, so I'm not really too worried about it. Unless they're playing like Tennessee or something, or Notre Dame, <laughs> or Notre Dame, yeah. But like, especially like the the tournament, like I kind of like, a couple of years ago, I was just like kind of just stopped caring. Like yeah. I was like, man, I, if, like if anything, I'd prefer every Big Ten team to lose every game possible and just shut down their programs. And Purdue just does like an inter squad so less stressed. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was a stressful year, even though it's been yeah. an unbelievably fun year. It's shouldn't have been stressful, but it was. Back, looking back at the in October, like man, it's gonna be great because we're gonna stress freaks. We're not gonna care what's gonna happen. Like it's gonna be you know no expectations. <laughs> oh buddy, how things change quickly. And really, with how good a coach Matt Painter is, we should get used to yeah, yeah. overachieving at times, or you know. Get, being in contention for that double buy in the Big Ten because we never have not got it. Um, so we, we better just be getting used to being stressed every year going forward. And I guess that's a good thing. A lot of people would switch with us in a heartbeat. Yeah. Illinois yeah. Illinois fans haven't been outside the first week of the NCAA tournament in 18 years. So Yeah, I mean, look at I mean, as much as, you know, they want to talk smack, but it's like, it's crazy thing about that. They have not, I mean, for I mean, a program, I mean, obviously they're not like, they don't have the history as some of these other schools in the Big Ten, but like, I mean, Illinois basketball is usually pretty good, and usually they've been a tough out for Purdue in the last couple of years, especially since Underwood's been there. But it's like, you know, Purdue fans we complain about, you know, Sweet 16s, you know, Sweet 16s is the ceiling for Matt Painter, and you know, we get, you know, we get the one Elite Eight every, you know, 18 years or whatever. But it's like, I, mean, I, I get like, you know, Sweet 16 is kind of the baseline. It's like we're kind of getting tired of it, but it's also like, we get, and the alternative is to not even make it out of the first or second round in, yep. since 2005, which is yep. crazy to think about, even for this team. My goal, I mean, I haven't waited at all, don't get me wrong, but my goal is get to the second week and get to Sweet 16 and then see what happens. Right. It's just like, I think, especially if, like, and now it's a one seed, it's like, I feel like the pressure's on just to get to the Sweet 16. But I think after that, it's just like, you take, a, take a deep breath. It's like, okay, we've got a week now to prepare. We've got, you know, three or four days to prepare for um, the next team. <laughs> Thad Mooney says, no expectation this year. Boy, that escalated quickly. Ron Burgundy. It did. It did. By Thanksgiving, it was wild. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, going back to, I mean, Purdue's never had, not had a double buy in the Big Ten tournament since the double buy became a thing, which is, again, Incredible. that was kind of like, like pie in the sky. You know, if Purdue can get a double buy in the Big Ten tournament this year, like, yeah. in October, it's like, that's, you know, hey, that's it's way better than we thought we'd be. Um, cause I think, I, I can't remember, I should have gone back and listened, but I'm pretty sure I probably thought we were going to get, like, I think I said just, just finish top half. I think just, just finish seventh or better. I think I said fifth or sixth. So, yeah, yeah which would have been outside the double buy. So. Right. Yeah, but like, by the like, if we can get just get to that four spot, I mean, that'd be yep perfect. That'd be like, you know, can't ask for more than that. Yep. So it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, Purdue tomorrow six fifty TNT, Fairleigh Dickinson, and then assuming they win that, they'll get Memphis or Florida Atlantic Sunday, and then get past them. You're yep. looking at. Before us or after? I think they play after us. They do play after us, yes. Okay. They're the last yeah. game on TNT tomorrow night. Then okay. after that, uh, I think we can chalk up Duke as getting the win over Oral Roberts. So America's yeah. sweetheart upset pick wasn't even close. Um, I did not fall for that trick. Um, 
well, either meet we in Mass Square Garden. We'd either meet with Duke, which that's kind of Duke's house out there, which kind of mm-hmm. is intimidating, or Tennessee or Louisiana, who play later night. Which I do have Louisiana in my bracket upset in Tennessee. So yeah, I, I, think I had Tennessee winning a lot. In, or, I mean, I did like six brackets. I think I had Tennessee winning more of them than not, more than not, more of them than not. But sure. I, I wouldn't be surprised, especially the fact that. You know, they lost their best. They lost their starting point guard, and like their offense just disappears for games at a time. Like it's, and they went from you know, I remember having a friend who's a huge Tennessee fan. We would text each other like all throughout the season of like whenever bracketology would come out with a new bracket, we were always in the same side of the bracket, and we'd text each other like, "Stop! Like please get away! We don't want to see you." And then we both were number one seeds. So like okay, thank God we're both we're not going to have to see each other until the final four. And then they just kind of sl- and we slid back. And then they slid back, and yeah, we, they can't keep us apart. The basketball gods want to place us with Tennessee and Marquette as often as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Tennessee's in the Maui with us next year. Um, yep. Is Marquette I mean, Marquette Maui, in the Maui too? Yeah, they are. I think the Ma- the Maui like I mean, looking at like this year seems they've got. I mean, I have to go find the tweet, but um, yeah, it's like a ton of regular season champs. And then and then Florida State, which if they become part of the Big Ten in the future, which is rumored, we'll play them all the time. Mm-hmm. And then also it seems like we play West Virginia quite a bit too. Yeah. So it's like those four programs the basketball gods want us to play as often as we can. Uh, but looking at our bracket, there's still a chance Purdue could meet up with a Big Ten team. That would be Michigan State in Elite Eight. Yep. That would be pretty intense. Could have met. Up, I mean, they, I mean, we could have met up with them in the Big Ten tournament, and then now this would have been. Can you imagine playing team four times in a year? Yeah, yeah, very, very well said. And it's kind of funny looking back on the Big Ten tournament. That old saying of "it's hard to beat a team three times." Kai got debunked. Uh, Penn State beat Illinois three times. We beat mm-hmm. Ohio State three times, and Penn State three times. Mm-hmm. So I think I mean, we were hanging out with one of our buddies this weekend at our other friend's wedding, but like. One of our friends brought up a stat. Like, there actually is a stat out there that's like they say you can't be a team three times or try to be, but like the team who has beat them, the team who has won already twice wins like over sixty yeah. percent of the time. It just <laughs> seems like more often. It yeah. seems like in the Big Ten it doesn't happen a lot. But oh yeah, this year did. But we also have, I mean, this 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 uh, East region is kind of the blue blood region. I mean, you got mm-hmm. Duke and you also got Kentucky down yep. there, uh, but then you got good teams like Marquette, Kansas State, Michigan State, of course. Um, but then teams that nobody's talking about Providence, mm-hmm. USC, which I don't know a lot about USC this year. Um, yeah, it's good. You know, it'll be interesting. Well, outside of Arizona and UCLA, nobody stays up to watch it. Mm-hmm. Bill Walton, <laughs> but I don't know what Bill's going to do when UCLA joins the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, especially, and the fact that he's an ESPN announcer, which I mean. So it's kind of a double whammy. One, they're moving. You think? Do you think he moves over to the Fox or NBC or uh, CBS? I think he loves the Pac-12 too much. He loves he loves the the the, the conference of champions, as he calls it all the time, and it drives me nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's going to be interesting. But really looking forward to uh, this weekend, tomorrow, this weekend, and hopefully going forward to next week. Hopefully we're not doing a season recap pod next week. Hopefully we're doing a Sweet 16 preview pod mm-hmm. and getting ready for either Duke, Louisiana, or Tennessee. Um, go Louisiana. <laughs> yep, go Raging Cajuns. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's been a fun year, and even though it's been stressful at times, I'm not ready for it to end yet. No. It sucks because, like, as I was kind of texting you earlier today in our group chat, it was like, 
wore one C for the first time in our or not our lifetime under the painter. I mean, I don't remember us being one C. Since '96, yeah, I mean, we were yeah, we were three 20, and four respectively. Yeah. So I don't remember that at all. Um, but like, it, I feel like I just had not been that excited this year. I don't know if it's just the the nerves, the anxiety, whatever it is. Like just you know, me being pissed off. I feel like we got screwed in a draw because I was talking to my actually my boss. And I was like, he's like, where well, are the fourth one C? I was like. Okay, like there are four seeds that have way better draws than we do. Like this is stupid. I mean, the fact that you got Auburn an eight nine seed playing in Birmingham, Alabama. It's like what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um, but whatever. I mean, well, Illinois played in Iowa. I mean, it was yeah. a short drive for their fans. Yeah. But then I I keep I saw people on Twitter and all that when the bracket was announced. Like you know, we thought back in twenty nineteen that we had the bracket of death because you had repeat. You had the back. You had the returning champions Villanova. Granted, they were a was six seed, but still. Um, you had Virginia, who was you know, dominant that year. You had Tennessee, who was kind of the you know the antithesis of Purdue. You had like linebackers in their entire starting five. Auburn did beat Iowa by eight. Northwestern's a five with eight minutes to play, and Texas can't miss from three against Colgate. Man, I'd be I'm kind of pulling for Texas just because of the whole Chris Beard thing. Of like, I mean, but then what do you I mean? You know they're not going to probably not going to rehire that. They're probably not going to hire that coach. I know, but team, which sucks. If you like, lead them to a Final Four, how can you not? Right. Um, yeah, I don't know because you think they're going to want a you know marquee name because they can get a marquee name. Um, but yeah, I'm hopefully. I mean, I also hate the fact that Purdue plays at six fifty on a Friday because I'm just yeah. going to be a ball of nerves tomorrow. Right? I'm, I'm a lot feel a lot better that we're playing a sixteen seed versus you know if we were a five seed or a you know, an eight or nine or whatever, but um, yeah, I wish we played maybe like an early afternoon so I could watch it and then be good for the rest of the day because I'm going to be a nervous wreck all day. Just I muted myself. Ah. Uh, my bad there. Uh, any more thoughts, Webby? As we, I can't believe how I mean I can't believe March Madness is here already. I think that's the thing too. Just I just feel like this, you know. I going into you know back in you know starting in August for when football season was getting ready to kick off you know I was like you know I can as much as I love basketball more than football like I, I can wait until basketball season starts because I you know didn't have much expectations this year um, and I was also just kind of getting sick of hearing the chatter from those down south um, about how amazing their season their season was going to be um, but then the season started and it was you know exciting we had all these you know had these a lot of ups you know a couple downs and but it's just I can't believe it's already March and the seasons you know we're staring down the end of the season it could be tomorrow could be in you know a couple weeks hopefully it's in a couple weeks um but it's just crazy how fast it goes yes it is it goes by a blink of the eye and like i said i'm just so happy what this team's accomplished they've probably overachieved this year but it's been great to watch been great to watch zach edie likable too like that's the thing too it's i mean it's not like i mean you look at you know another number one seed alabama and all the crap that they're dealing with you know off the court um you look at i mean you know, even like not out, I mean, outside of, you know, outside of basketball, like Georgia with the, with Jalen Carter, like that kind of stuff. Like you look at, when like you look at Purdue, it's like all these guys are absolutely, you know, incredibly likable. You know, the, the, you know, the stuff that they're putting out, the, the Purdue creative teams put out has been incredible. And I love what they did, you know, for the championship game, you know, seeing Painter, you know, and, and just be coach Painter is awesome. Um, you know, seeing, you know, David Jenkins for a guy, you know, usually I don't really get attached to transfers all that much just because they're, you know, usually they're here for a year or so, um, but he's been he's been awesome. I feel like the team really has gravitated to him, and I feel like he's been here for a couple of years already. Um, so I'm just yeah, I'm thankful. You know, hopefully, hopefully, see a lot of these guys back next year because they're really easy to root for and really fun to root for. 
yeah, I couldn't say it, say it better myself. And it's been fun to see the see the progress of a lot of guys, especially Zach Eady, like you said. He's become yeah. He's become the uh, dominant force, and he's going to win the National Player of the Year. So. He'll have his name up on the rafters next year. Deservingly so. Deservingly mm-hmm. so. So, Webby, i got to take my dog out real quick, so why don't you uh, hit us up with a sponsor, and I'll be right back. Absolutely. <laughs> the first up, which I can actually uh, – I think I've got access to it here. Um, so, first up, we've got The Shop, a loyal – Sponsor the the boiler breakdown. Uh, they've been they've been making shirts since 2011. You know they started out in their garages, making sure now they've got two brick and mortar locations: one in Carmel, north of Indianapolis, and one in Broad Ripple, uh, north of downtown Indy. Whether you're a Purdue, Indiana, Butler, Ball State, Pacer, Colts fan, Indy 500 with Indy 500s coming just right around the corner. You know with the fact that it's now mid March, we've got May right around the corner, which is obviously a big time here in the state of Indiana. Excuse me. Um, they've got you know anything. They're you know, specialized in vintage uh, shirts and apparel. Um, you can check them out. They've got, like I said, two brick and mortar locations, or you can go to theshopindy.com. And if you use a promo code uh, uh, breakdown, you will get twenty five percent off your entire order. They just released the whole slew of shirts for Bobby Knight. So if you have the delusional fan in your life, <laughs> it's a church. Uh, a lot of old timers on the state uh, will like that. It'll probably sell pretty good. Uh, oh, I'm sure it's going to sell really I well. just hope that means they're going to come out with some Gene Cady stuff. But Me too. Which has we'll been great to see him at games lately. I mean, he kind of figured he was hopefully going to come to uh, postseason play, but he's been he's been great to see. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we got another Gene GIF that we can all use now uh, during the Big Ten tournament. Like, we had the one back from 2019. Now we're going to update one with a more old, an older Gene, which is unfortunate to see, but glad he's still around. And like I said, that's one of the things that you mean, talk about, you know, Final Four and like just getting it, being able to hopefully he can. It's one that we want it. I want it. I know Painter wants it for him too. I think that's the thing is, uh, you know, you want to do it while he's around and can see it. You know, I, I know there's the. I don't remember the coach's name, but you know, you look back at 2016 when Villanova won the championship with that incredible shot. Um, I think it was an old Villanova coach was in the stands. You see him like crying. It's like if you imagine, like I want to cry. I think of like being of Gene being able to witness that for Purdue, which I'd be a ball of tears if that ever happened. But um, yeah, I hope you can do it for Gene. Yeah, we thought we had the Final Four in 2019 with him in the house down the Yum Center. Yeah. The thing about that, like, I did not see the Virginia game at all, and I, I knew that Clark turned it over. So seeing him make a wild pass and it not work out for him this year, so I mean, it doesn't really make me feel better. But I was like, huh, like, because I think his this is his last year, I yeah. think. Yep. And he kind of bookended bookended his career like with one crazy pass that worked out for him, and then backfired in a big way. <laughs> the one back in 2019, he didn't have time to think. This one, he had way too yeah. much time to think, and he just. Yeah didn't think yeah yeah but um yep yep i couldn't agree with all the things you said about gene uh, it's nice to see him every time around this year he comes back to maggie for the final few games and then mm-hmm. follows the team conference tournament and ncaa tournament so always fun to see because not every program has that right. so um assuming you didn't do the uh, other sponsor read I did not. I just did the. This is what I was looking for. Yeah, if you're watching, we got you know, so shopping.com promo code breakdown for 25 percent off your entire order. And that brings us to our other sponsor of the podcast, which is Mad Mushroom. 
And let me bring up their, uh, well, let me, no, I'll, I'll start to read anyways. Uh, the Boiler Breakdown is brought to you by Mad Mushroom. Mad Mushroom serving Boilermakers since 1993, located in the heart of West Lafayette. is known as the home of the original cheese stick. But whenever we go, we like to sit down and have an ice cold beer while trying out their latest pizza of the month, which this month for March, we're halfway through March, a little over halfway through March, is... Hannah's Homemade Veggie Pies, vegetarian refried bean blend with black beans, corn, green peppers, onions, diced tomatoes, and cheddar and mozzarella cheeses. And if that's interest of you, you can order two of those and you'll be over $20 and you can use the promo code BREAK5 online for $5 off any order over $20. Or just if you simply go into their store, tell them the Boiler Breakdown sent you, you can also get $5 off any order over $20. And that's Mad Mushroom. Feed your head. I just saw, not to bring the mood down, but Boilermaker women's basketball team lost by two points on the last second shot. Oh, I kind of, before we started recording, I knew they were down double digits, so I kind of talked myself out of that there was a... I think John's kind of took it to them in the third quarter, but they nicely them battle back. Um, But yeah, I mean, mean, just the fact that they even got to the tournament, you know, this year, that was kind of the goal, just get back, you know, for a once, you know, pretty proud program. They'd kind of fallen off for a while. Um, but it's nice to see them get back, you know, and Gerald's what well, really should have been her first season. Um, but you know, in her second season, um, hopefully they can just, you know, build on it and, you know, get back and, you know, get into the actual field of 68. Oh yeah. They're ahead of schedule. So yep. keep the train rolling, keep the yep. train rolling. Well, uh, Webby, any more final, final thoughts? I mean, boil the hell up. Let's yep. the crap. Let's make a nice, easy win tomorrow. Let's all, you know. Take, you know, you know, eat some dinner while the game's going on. Yeah. Make it nice and easy and then. Or some Mad Mush. Or some Mad Mush. Maybe see, hopefully watch a Kent State victory later that night. Yep. Maybe watch, you know, finish the Purdue game. Watch the Memphis FAU game. Yep. Watch the Kent State-Indiana game. Yep. Cheer hard for Kent State. Um, yep. And yeah, let's just let's let's keep this train rolling. Let's 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 play six more games. Let's get six more games. We're undefeated in, in on neutral court, so let's let's keep that streak alive. That's true. Good point. Good point. Let's uh, boil up, hammer down, beat the Knights, then neither the Tigers or the Owls on Sunday. Boil up.